Welcome to an explanation of the faith as it accompanies Luther's small catechism. The second commandment, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. When we trust God with our hearts, we use our lips to call upon him as our creator and redeemer. Read Luke 1, 39-56, what inspired Mary to praise God's name. As Christians, we treasure and honor God's name with our prayers, praise, and witness. Question 42. What is God's name? God himself reveals his name to us in scripture. A. In the Old Testament, God reveals his personal name, Yahweh, which means I am. Exodus 313 13-15. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of our fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, the Lord, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all the generations. B. In the Incarnation, God reveals the fullness of his grace with a new personal name, Jesus, which means Yahweh saves. Christians also confess Jesus is Lord, meaning Jesus is Yahweh in human flesh. Matthew 1, 21. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 1 Corinthians 12, 3. No one can say Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, 10 and 11. So that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Note, in confessing Jesus Christ is Lord, we confess that Jesus is Yahweh, namely, the one true God, the God of the Old and New Testaments, come in our human flesh. See also Romans 10.13, as it quotes Joel 2 verse 32. Question 43. For what purpose did God reveal his name to us? God gave us his name so that we might a. Know who created and redeemed us. Psalm 9.16 The Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snares in the work of their own hands. Isaiah 44.24 Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord, who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself. Exodus 20, verse 2 I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. B. Call upon him personally as children do a father. Genesis 4, verse 26. At that time people began to call upon the name of the Lord. Luke 11, verse 2. Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. C. Proclaim his name among all peoples. Isaiah 12, verse 4. And you will say in that day, 
Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. Proclaim that His name is exalted. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. Question 44. How do we fear and love God in keeping the second commandment? First, we fear and love God by not using his name, A, to swear thoughtlessly or meaninglessly, or as a curse word. Exodus 20, verse 7. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Or B, to try to manipulate God for our purposes in sorcery, as a magic charm, or to curse others. James 3, verses 8 to 10. No human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Read Acts 19, 11-20. The sons of Siva used Jesus' name superstitiously as a magical formula. In Luke 9, 51-55, Jesus rebuked the disciples' desire to curse a village so God would punish it. And in Acts 23, 12-15, the chief priest swore an oath to kill the Apostle Paul. Read Deuteronomy 18, 10-12. God's people do not cast spells, call up spirits, tell fortunes, consult the dead, or engage in other occult practices. Or C, to lie to others or deceive them by speaking or teaching falsely about God. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Jeremiah 23, 31 and 32. Behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them, and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness, whom I did not send them or charge them. So, they do not profit this people at all, declares the Lord. Read Matthew 26, 69-74. Peter swore that he did not know Jesus. Second, we fear and love God by using his name to A. Seek from him all good things for ourselves and others. John 16, 23. In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of my Father, in my name, he will give it to you. 1 Timothy 2.1 First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Luke 11.1-4 tells how our Lord regularly called on his Father in prayer and taught his disciples to do the same. And B. Call upon him in times of trouble. Psalm 50.15 Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Read Isaiah 36 and 37, where King Hezekiah prays to God when the overwhelming armies of Assyria are surrounding Jerusalem. See also Matthew 27.38-49, where Jesus calls on God in his darkest hour. And see... Acknowledge in thanks and praise that all good things have come from him alone. Psalm 150 verse 2 Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Psalm 118 verse 1 
O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Read Psalm 136 and 138, Mary's Magnificat in Luke 1, 46-55, and Zechariah's prophecy in Luke 1, 58-79. And D. Speak and teach truthfully about God in accordance with his word. Jeremiah 23, verse 28. Let him who has my word speak my word faithfully. Read John 17, 11-19. Notice the connection between God's name and truthfully teaching his word. Question 45. What names does God have in the Bible? The Bible refers to God by various titles, such as God the Almighty, the Lord, Father, Emmanuel, the Most High, Son of God, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit. The New Testament also reveals that God is rightly named as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. See Matthew 28:19, where name is singular. When we pray in Jesus' name, we are calling upon the God who made all things. Read John 14:13 and 14. This commandment applies to our use of all such terms. Note, in the Old Testament, God primarily used his personal name, Yahweh. Jehovah is a misrepresentation of Yahweh. By New Testament times, the name Yahweh was no longer spoken aloud. When the Bible was read, the word Adonai, Lord, was substituted for Yahweh. This tradition continues in English Bibles that substitute Lord, with small capitals, for the name Yahweh. Question 46. What does God say about vulgar or coarse language? God calls his people to use wholesome speech. See also the 6th and 8th commandments. Ephesians 5, 4. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Matthew fifteen eleven, It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a person. Question 47. Does God forbid us to swear oaths in his name? We are to speak the truth at all times in our daily life and discourse, Ephesians 4.25, without having to swear by God's name or by anything else. Jesus says, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil, Matthew 5.37. A. Swearing by God's name is wrong whenever it is done falsely, thoughtlessly, in order to boast, or in any other sinful, uncertain, trivial matter. b. An oath sometimes honors and glorifies God or serves our neighbor. Examples include swearing to tell the truth in court or marriage vows, where we assure our neighbor that we are accountable to God to tell the truth and keep our promises. Leviticus 19 verse 12 You shall not swear by my name falsely, and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Numbers 30, verse 2. If a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Romans 13, 1. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Note. Jephthah swore thoughtlessly and sinfully in Judges 11, verses 30 to 40. Jesus testified under oath that he was the Messiah in Mark 14, verses 60 to 62. Paul called on God to witness the truthfulness of his testimony, 
Romans 1.9, 2 Corinthians 1.23, and Galatians 1.20. Thank you for listening to the explanation of our Christian faith as found in Luther's Small Catechism, brought to you by St. Luke's Lutheran Church in Oviedo, Florida. This podcast is from Luther's Small Catechism with Explanation, copyright 1986-2017, copyright 1986 Concordia Publishing House. Used with permission, all rights reserved. Purchase a print copy of Luther's Small Catechism with Explanation. Please contact CPH at 800-325-3040 or visit them at cph.org.